KYCR Golden Valley. A service of Salem Media Group. Streaming worldwide at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. With SRN News, I'm Val Dior. In Florida overnight, one police officer killed three wounded in shootings in two Florida cities where the officers were responding to calls. One officer killed and another gravely injured in Kissimmee in central Florida. The other two officers injured hours later in Jacksonville. Three suspects in Kissimmee arrested, one still being sought. The shooter in Jacksonville was shot and killed. As Spain is in the midst of three days of mourning, Spanish authorities have decided to maintain the country's terrorist threat level at uh, rating at level four, declaring that no new attacks were imminent. The interior minister says that the country would nevertheless reinforce security for events that draw large crowds and popular tourist sites. And President Trump's top strategist from uh, has returned to his old job from Breitbart News originally. Well, that's where Steve Bannon will return, he announced late on Friday. This is SRN News. I'm Val Dior. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too. Even threaten your home or business. And it's about to get worse. The IRS just hired an army of new tax enforcers. So, if you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. Optima has access to a special IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters stop aggressive collection actions and stop that army of new enforcers from targeting you but don't delay it's important to act now while you still have options optima is a rated with the better business bureau optima has already resolved over a half billion dollars of tax debt for their clients get your life back call now for your free consultation call 800-711-5743 800-711-5743 some restrictions apply for complete details please visit optimataxrelief.com when I found out I was pregnant, I panicked. I was afraid, feeling pressured. I didn't know what else to do. I was nine weeks along and didn't know there were other options. I didn't know the baby already had a beating heart. I didn't know there were couples waiting to adopt. I called the confidential hotline and learned the facts. I found an option that both my baby and I can live with. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our 800 hotline line connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. Up next on the King Banyan Show, Dr. Banyan drinks coffee and describes the scene outside his office window. Welcome to the party. You know, Lee, I just want to say, if you had the view out my window, you'd talk about it, too. (laughs) That was one of my favorites. <laughs> I do. I... Just for that, more coffee. <laughs> King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Thank you for being with us. I I hesitate 
to um, to do the next segment because I'm going to say something nice about somebody who I know uh, is not universally loved among uh, many of my more conservative listeners who uh, listen here on Business 1440 uh, to this show. Um, and I'll tell you why in a, in a little bit. But um, I, let me let me let me set this up by just recapsulating, re, uh, re, recapitulating. Excuse me. The first uh, <laughs> recapsulating. That's not even a word. <laughs> recapitulating uh, what uh, the, what we did in the last two segments. We through listening to a few minutes of a Federal Reserve Bank president. We got. It's a new normal. It's demographics and and global things that are doing it. It's not us. We're not relying on fiscal policy to do anything. But we know someday there should be tax reform, but tax reform that actually helps to balance the budget. Let's not have we don't want all of those nasty nasty deficits to happen. Now, what's interesting about that is state budgets, which have a balanced budget requirement, many states for years since the Great Recession have simply gushed money, had surpluses to go ahead and spend. Here in the state of Minnesota, you had revenues up almost 10%, four-fifths of which they turned around and spent on additional government, on additional government, and only spent about one-fifth of it in returning it back to taxpayers in cuts. So now that uh, the Minnesota economy is looking maybe not as glowing as had been thought six to eight months ago, um, what we hear from Governor Dayton is simply, those tax cuts were too large. They were irresponsible. Because the responsible thing to do is to feed government. So let me give you a couple basic principles today that I think let us let us contemplate how it is that we should view fiscal policy. And then at the end, I'll turn back and with one more critique of um, President Williams. But I, I wanted that clip not for him talking about where the Fed's going next, because that's just not a secret, and it's not, and because it's not a secret, it's not news. But for what he says about fiscal policy, which I think got buried uh, in the report that C- that uh, CNN did on the basis of this interview, they focused all on on the monetary policy stuff and not the fiscal policy stuff. But the fiscal policy pieces were interesting. So here's two principles. Okay, principle one, rather than focusing on taxes and tax revenues, the proper focus for someone trying to think about, think about uh, economic performance should be the, on the size of government spending as a share of the, of the economy. Allow me to say that again. Rather than focusing, I'll do, I'll do it with a slight, slightly with an equation. Rather than looking at the ratio of taxes to GDP, look instead at the ratio of government spending to GDP. 
Now, the technical reason for this is all government spending must be paid for somehow. Government has means of financing that you and I as citizens don't have. If we decide to go out, if you or I go, decide to go out and buy a new car, we might have enough money in the bank account to pay cash. We draw down our, we basically make an operation on the asset side of our household portfolio. We reduce cash and we increase, you know, fixed assets where one of the assets is a car, a, a, a transportation services delivery vehicle. Right? We're going to get the benefits of driving the car because it takes us places, but we're also going to have to account for the fact that it depreciates. Yep. Okay. Governments do this too. Governments can choose to spend money and tax immediately. They can choose to spend money and defer paying, paying for it until later through the selling of government bonds. The government's always got the third opportunity, which is you can print money. Okay, this this government revenue from printing money, which is called from the creation of money, which is sometimes called seniorage. Okay, you'll see it spelled in two different ways, and and I will tell you, both of them are are in one way or another correct, okay? Sometimes it looks like the, just the word senior with age at the end, so it looks like senior age, seniorage, or it's spelled S-E-I-G-N-I-O-R, age. And if you, if you know your history or you know your Spanish, you'll recognize... S-E-I-G-N-I-O-R as senor. Okay, where senor, you know, the common uh, Spanish word for for mister. But in the Middle Ages, senor represented specifically uh, somebody who was in charge of a, of, a, of a small fiefdom. Okay, he was a feudal lord of some kind. And the feudal lords would actually find ways to collect gold by taking bags of gold and and knocking little bits of flake off the gold coins gold being a soft metal you can flake it by just shaking them all together with a whole lot of other gold coins uh, a, a process that was known as sweating you sweat the gold you have the little flakes come off you give back the coins to whomever you borrowed them from and then after that person has gone away you get all the little bits of gold that collected at the bottom of the bag out. You mint those into additional coins, and you can spend them as you like. Why were they? Why were they? Why would anyone give you the coins to weigh them to assure that they are of proper quality? Right. To be used in my fiefdom, you have to. You have to have my stamp on your coin or else your coin's not going to be accepted. Oh, let me take in the back room, room here and, and don't pay attention to that noise of, of clanging metal going on back there. So there you go. That's, there's a little history lesson of the history of senior children. There's a lot more to that story. I do a whole class on it, but that's one of the stories I tell when I, when I teach money and banking uh, here, here at the university. So... Governments have the ability to print money. 
which will come back to us and cost us through an inflation tax that comes much, much later on, often, and in very unpredictable ways. So we tend to like the inflation tax least of the three, but the point here is this. If you want to know the burden of government, what you should pay attention to is the ratio of government spending to its productive capacity, not the level of taxes, because you can always, for a while, borrow money and hold taxes down. Now, it's worth thinking about this, because in a piece this week, Ed Kennard, uh, who, as I recall, is from the American Enterprise Institute. Yes, he is. Um, and, 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 a, and, a, and studied economics, um, mentions this, right? The Congressional Budget Office, Conard, C-O-N, uh, John, not C-A-N. Um, there you go. Um, of gross domestic product to increase by nine points as baby boomers retire over the next 30 years. Together with state and local spending, total government spending is projected to rise to 45% of GDP. A spending level that high, especially one largely driven by entitlement spending, will slow growth significantly. Okay. This is, okay, the Congressional Budget Office expects federal spending as a percentage of GDP to increase by nine points as baby boomers retire over the next 30 years. That's the long-run fiscal picture that I hope John Williams was talking about uh, in that interview we listened to in the last hour. And that is a serious concern. But as one of my professors, the late Tom Borcherding, great, great economist Tom Borcherding, um, one, as one of my professors used to say, you can either work on, on reducing G in the G to GDP ratio, or you can work on increasing the denominator. You can work on making GDP grow faster. And here is the point where, where despite what I hear of being trouble in Washington and so on, and, and that, you know, it's all dysfunctional, nothing's happening, no, there are no bills being passed. I mean, part of me wants to say, wait a second, I thought you guys were conservative. I thought passing bills was what we didn't want to do. Since when was being conservative mean wanting government to do something? Usually what you want is for government to not do something. And what's the not do something you want them to do is you want them not to regulate so darn much. And is it fair to say that in fact that is the one part of the, of the new administration that has been a change and I would argue, by and large, a change for the positive versus, versus what happened in the previous eight years. 
I have not lost all hope that GDP could turn around and grow at a 3% rate. I do believe that you need a fundamental tax reform and repair uh, and a robust uh, fix of the health of the Affordable Care Act in order to in order to um, get to 4%. And notice I said fixed. I didn't say repeal. Repeal is just sort of a start statement of, do I, okay, if you think about just creating a bill, it's very simple. Repeal just says a bill that says, delete everything under the following, under the following pieces of U.S. code and replace with this. Okay, and you could, for repeal, you could say, repeal everything that appeared in the, in the, uh, uh, patient Protection and, and Affordable Care Act of, 2011, of 2010 and replace with the following. Okay, now you could say you've repealed. Or you could just say, take the language that's in, the bill, that's in law right now, place by that, and change it to this. Can't those, be, can't those do exactly the same thing? If you repeal and replace, don't you think some of the replacement's going to be what was there before? You really think every last paragraph of the bill that was there is going to get jettisoned and replaced by something else? Probably not. Nonetheless, I still think that those things are possible to get you to 4%. But my point here is deregulation in and of itself should add significantly to GDP growth. And, 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 and Connard then goes on, and I have a couple pieces to, to quote from for you in the next segment, of the things that could make this economy grow, and I'm going to cite specifically those things that don't necessarily require an act of Congress. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business Randy from RB's Computer Service. Let's talk managed services. Managed services is when you let a company like ours take over the responsibilities of keeping all of your computers and servers protected and running efficiently. We keep your systems patched, keep antivirus protection on all of your systems, provide a way to filter out much of the malware, manage your backups, and most of all, keep you up and running. This is no easy task and takes you time. 
Time is money. If your server or even an important computer goes down, can you afford this? Let us take care of all this for you, and you can stay focused on being profitable. And don't forget, we also fix your PCs, Macs, cell phones, and tablets, too. Call us today at 763-441-3884. Once again, 763-441-3884. Or find us on the web at rbsmn.com. Giving your computer problems a boot. Arby's Computer Service. If you struggle to get rid of stubborn fat, regardless of how much you diet or exercise, listen up. Whether it's love handles, belly fat, thighs, or a double chin, now there's a proven solution. Go to INeedCoolSculpting.com. Cool Sculpting is a procedure for men and women that will eliminate stubborn fat safely and effectively without surgery or downtime. It's the only FDA-cleared procedure to use controlled cooling to safely and effectively target and eliminate diet and exercise-resistant fat. Now, for a limited time, you can save 25% by going to INeedCoolSculpting.com. Rejuve's prices are the best in the business. The office is conveniently located in Egan, near 35E and Diffley Road. The consultations are free, and the results are amazing. INeedCoolSculpting.com will allow you to see a more confident reflection of yourself. To receive 25% off, go to INeedCoolSculpting.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com, a public radio station in Berkeley, California, KPFA, recently disinvited world-renowned scientist Richard Dawkins due to his alleged abusive speech about Islam. Over the years, Richard Dawkins has basically insulted the intelligence of anyone and everyone who believes in God. He has made extremely caustic comments about Christianity and every other theistic worldview, including Islam. Dawkins said the station's accusation that he is engaged in abusive speech about Islam is libel. Moreover, he points out, quote, I am known as a frequent critic of Christianity and have never been deplatformed for that. Why do you give Islam a free pass? Why is it fine to criticize Christianity but not Islam? End quote. Now, that's a really good question. It is because of a very twisted understanding of sensibilities, the redefinition of free speech, and the protection of certain groups rather than others. I'm Albert Moeller. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. This is 1440. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. Again, pay attention to the G. Pay attention to government spending. Don't and the taxes will care to themselves. The tax number can be um, managed through uh, debt financing. But if you want to know what government's really doing, track the expenditure side of their of their statement rather than the revenue side. Kind of makes more sense. So if you think about the economy where it is, right, where, where it is, and, and as we said, they were about to spend 45% of GDP in the next 25 to 30 years on things that government can do. How does it get better? And how could we hope that some of that happens without having to wait for the government to fix it? So the rest of um, 
uh, of Ed uh, Connard's piece, and I have to be careful because um, it does sound like I'm saying uh, Connard, which is sort of a false flag. His name is spelled with an O, C-O-N-A-R-D, um, is something that probably does require government action. And in fact, on this government might be going in the wrong direction. If you want more productivity, you really could use more innovation. If you want more innovation, how do you get it? You get innovation by having smart people gather together. This is why we have universities. All right? I, you know, I tell people when they, you know, some people say, you work around crazy people. I say, yeah, I work around brilliant people, and it's not uncommon for brilliant people to also be a little eccentric and a few of them maybe even crazy. That's true. But I'll defend them for the very simple reason that they they produce wonderful they produce wonderful things. They take ideas and they put them together in the great words of Matt Ridley. Two ideas get there get together, they have sex and all of a sudden you've got more ideas out there. That's what universities do. That's what that's what labs do. That's what Google that's the value of having a Google or a Facebook or or, or or even a Netflix. You put smart people who have specific skills together in a place where their skills might be able to come together to produce jointly ideas that neither of them could produce on their own. That's that's great. You know you know what so if that's true then what's the stuff? Okay? What's the stuff that has to come together? You're right, John. Uh, if you think about if you think about the creation of the Narn system, but from from Mitch and and, and Ed Morrissey now at Hot Air and 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 uh, Brad Carlson and and the spinoff shows a couple you know there's a spinoff show that's now that's now in the Ricochet uh, uh, pantheon uh, and, and so on. Where did that all come from? Came from basically five blogs. Okay, one of which was mine, who got together and said, you know, if we put all our heads together, we might be able to create a two- or three-hour radio program. We've actually ended up creating five or six. No one would have ever predicted that this show would end up on a business station and be a solo act from somebody whose only experience in talk radio up to that point was not... was occasionally being interviewed on a local radio station to talk about economics. It's, you know, I people look at me like, Are you, so you have a radio show? And I said, yeah, how the heck did that happen? And I have to tell them about NARN. Because we're not here without NARN. So be sure you listen to Mitch and to Brad over on our sister station, AM 12A, The Patriot. One to three for Mitch today, two to three for Brad tomorrow. Uh, oh, John, are they doing the fair? I believe they will be at the fair. Um, I'll double check awesome. with Mitch about that for sure because he does not like to miss it. But something tells me he might oh. be he might miss one of the weekends this year. I'll get back to oh, you on that. No. We'll we'll, okay. up, we'll update everybody next weekend and make sure everyone knows. All right. All right. So we know everyone's going to make it to the fair because yep. that's awesome. All right. So here. So so where do we find these? Where do we find the people that we bring into the? Amazons and Googles and Facebooks and Microsofts and Intels and where do they, Apple, where do they all come from? 
increasingly many of them come from overseas. The most painful part of what we do in, in higher education is we'll work to bring lots of folks from, from different parts of the world. We'll put a lot of education into them and turn, and turn them into, you know, repositories of, of what, repositories of human capital. Does that, does that sound like an economist talking or what? Uh, okay, we turn them into... We turn them into these highly skilled people that have something to offer in the marketplace. And the very next thing we do is tell them, here's your plane ticket back home, good luck. I would like to say, whoa, wait, wait, wait. I, I think this person could do some good work for us right here in the good old U.S. of A. Could, could, could we employ him or her? And the answer is usually no. They came on a student visa. They must return back to their home country. Maybe someday they can return. But moving back and forth and back is costly, and so many of them choose, in fact, not to do it. I, I get and I understand, I understand that, that people have issues with immigration because there's a lot of, there was, I don't think there is currently, there was a lot of illegal immigration that we we either we either tacitly or openly accepted as being okay. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about about what do we do with people who we've trained, identified to be highly skilled persons. Why would we not want to compete for their talent and invite them to come to this place, which is one of the greatest places in the world to work? Particularly in engineering, where Japan and, and Europe are, are um, getting more and more of the talent that we have, we could, we could stand to bring some more here. Now, unfortunately, that re- probably requires that probably requires a law. And as we've discovered to our chagrin, even when the same party has has the House, the Senate, and the White House, it doesn't necessarily translate into creating laws. So what about a list of things that we might be able to do instead to increase productivity and therefore cause the economy to grow and with it cause wages to grow? It doesn't take a Congress to have happen. My short list, unfortunately short, after this King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Why don't you get a toupee with some brains in it? Yeah.
Up your backyard barbecue game with Meat Masters Radio. Great grilling and meat smoking tips, recipes, and talk. Learn barbecue skills on new topics every week. Grab your toupee with brains and giant spatula and join the wild caper. Meat Masters Radio, barbecue radio with an attitude. Meat Masters Radio on Saturdays at 4 p.m. on Business 1440. Do you need to catch up on your life savings and investments? Do you know that right now we are very likely in the first year of a new bull market? William O'Neill, editor of the Investor's Business Daily and author of many great stock trading books, has said that the most money is made in the first year of a new bull market. My family has believed this and experienced it for many generations. I'm David Mitchell, founder and CEO of Tradeway. I've taught our family methods of stock trading and investing in most of the major cities around the nation for many years with the goal of having many of our clients trade for a living. You don't have to do that unless you want to fire your boss, but wouldn't it be great to take the confusing world of investing and find it understandable, even simple and fun? That is what can happen when you attend a Tradeway event called Step 1, Start Your Journey. You'll learn how the stock market works, how to spot patterns, how to know when to buy and sell a stock, how to even know how to pick your own stocks, and when it might be better to stay in cash. You'll leave the event more confident in your family's financial future and secure in Tradeway's ability to support you along the way. You can bring your entire family for only $99.95, plus you'll receive an extra ticket to bring a friend, and at the end of the two days, if you don't love it, you can get your money back. doesn't get better than that. So come take your first step to financial freedom and attend our live two-day event called Step 1, Start Your Journey. Coming to the Weston Edina Galleria, September 15th and 16th, only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723, or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. listening to the Bill Gunderson Radio Show each morning here on 1440. This is your chance to see Bill live right here in Minneapolis. Bill is bringing his Best Stocks Now seminar to the Radisson Blue, located at the Mall of America on Thursday night, September 14th. The show will start promptly at 6.30 p.m. and the best part is it's free, but you have to have reservations. This is Rob Sanford. Call me today at 855-611-BEST or go to GundersonCapital.com to sign up. And we'll see you on September 14th at 6.30 right here in Minneapolis. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. Business fourteen forty. So what could be done? How could we make the economy grow a little faster without having to rely on government uh, to, to do it? Well, one of them in a, in a tweet I put out last night at Pound KBRS came from an article in Time Magazine, of all places, um, co-authored by Senator Mike Lee, Representative Daryl Issa. Um, and it concerns occupational licensing. 
Occupational licensing is largely now. Now they're going to introduce a bill in Congress, and the reason they're introducing the bill is probably for a political reason. Perhaps the best report on the impact of occupational licensing on the growth of GDP was actually done by the Obama administration. And I know we talked about it on this show. And if I if I'd not found this article um, early this morning and had time to rifle through our, our archives, I would have tried to find the I would have tried tried to find when I ever talked about it. By I start with going through the Twitter stream, but you know the Obama administration back in I want to say 2015 wrote pretty convincingly about the impact of occupational licensing and and how absolutely foolish it really seems to be let me let me let me pull up the uh, let me pull up this this piece um for us uh here there it is um from time magazine uh that again it and so if you think about it right you your emergency medical technician gets less time training than it takes to be licensed as a hairstylist in the state of California. I believe this is also true for the state of Minnesota. And it's absolutely incredible that few that very few people have looked at this and said this is really foolish we should change it we were so is so if you think about you know we and we've had on folks from from the institute for justice for example Lee McGrath and and his folks at IJ here in Minnesota who do this wonderful work to, dealing with uh people that want to run um um, jitney services, which now has kind of been made relatively open thanks to Uber and Lyft. I talked to a young man uh, uh, earlier this summer who is driving for both services here in St. Cloud, city of only sixty to 65,000. And so I asked him, because I had taken a taxi, um, you know, in the, in, in, uh, I needed to get someplace my car was in the shop, and there was no one to give me a ride, so I said, fine, I'll just take a cab. And I was going about two and a half miles. And I said, what would you charge me for that ride? And he said, well, I think I'd probably offer you that for about $5. I paid the cab 11 to go three miles one way, less than three miles one way, to get from the garage to my office. I can tell you this: I didn't pay eleven bucks to go to go back. I found I found someone who would give me a ride, and I said, "Meet me at the end of this. Uh, uh, meet me uh, afterwards after I take my car out of the shop, and I will buy you a beer, which certainly didn't cost me eleven dollars." Um, I mean, there are some places where you probably want this, but but like like. Do we really want to get rid of licensing for medical doctors, for surgeons? No, you probably want to keep that. But the person that does my nails, I think probably I, I'm probably okay if I can look at a sign, if I can just see a sign to say, 
were you approved by the government? If you were approved by the government, that's that's great. I can, and if I want to rely on that signal to decide who I want to do business with, I certainly can. But many of my listeners are of an age to remember when you used to have underwriters laboratory and good housekeeping seals of approval, private sector solutions to a public sector to what's thought of as a public sector asymmetric information problem. Markets find ways to solve these problems. And you could simply have a, you could have a, a board of cosmo, cosmetology just issue a rule saying, we are no longer going to require you to get a license for, for hair braiding. All right, we'll only require the license if you're actually going to going to uh, um, tint or dye somebody's hair, or maybe you're going to do it for someone who cuts the hair. But I don't, I don't know that, that I've ever looked to see is your barber license up to date on the wall there. Have you ever done that? No. Is it just because you assumed it to be true? Yeah, maybe you have, uh, but. It, it, but it, it's 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 clear there was a study done that I think was uh, yeah from the Goldwater Institute um, that occupational licensing requirements reduce the number of low income Americans who go into creating businesses by a significant number. So it is not only a way in which we could increase wages, we could increase labor force participation, and we can reduce poverty. By increasing the amount the amount of licenses that it, by basically reducing occupational licensure, um, that thought again from you can find that again on Time Magazine uh, from a few days ago. I posted it this morning at the pound KBRS um, signal. I I really think that 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 is a way. Of, of doing it. My last story about, my second story about this, and I posted this also this morning, is that when you put in rules and restrictions, you, you end up, you know, on profitable activity. You start seeing those rents captured in very funny ways. There was a story that I tweeted from this weekend's Wall Street Journal uh, by Jason Gay, uh, who does uh, who's a sp- who does sports writing for the Wall Street Journal, which sounds like a lonely business, but I've been having this conversation with Frank on t- uh, one of our one of my regular commenters on Twitter this morning. The article is about the opening of a new locker room for the University of Texas football team. I got to read you the I got to read you just the description of this thing. It's a it, it is it is truly amazing. What they have um, when they open it up, it's like Christmas morning in the Saturday Night Live skit, in which Oprah Winfrey bombards her audience with Ralph Lauren cashmere sweaters, turkeys, and UGG boots. Okay, the locker room has flat screen displays, stainless steel fixtures, sleek lighting, and plenty of Longhorn burnt orange. This isn't a uh, this isn't a team that contended for any championships last year. They they finished under 500. But in order to attract players, 
they're engaged in they engage in these other activities and then the money that gets made we can't give them cash so we give them plush locker rooms and most of the rest of the money leaks out to whom to the coaches there are assistant coaches in the NC2A football division 1 bowl system there are assistant coaches making upwards of a million dollars a year and the player can't hold a part-time job at the 711 that's fixable does it take congress you want to help those folks out they're the ones taking the financial risk okay that they get injured and the physical risk that they get injured before ever getting to a payday in a professional league. The way to deal with that, give them, give them money now. If you don't want them to go spend it now because you're afraid that they're too immature, I'm not really happy with that. But it would be better than the current situation if you put the money in escrow and say, when you graduate from college, here is a, here is a pot of $2 million that will be yours. Wouldn't that increase graduation rates among college athletes? Just a thought. Just a thought. But these are just two examples of the types of regulations you could do that would increase wages for people who are in, in, in poverty levels right now, or in poverty now. It can increase the growth rate of our economy. And it doesn't require an act of Congress. Some closing thoughts after this. You are listening to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. KYCR Golden Valley, a service of Salem Communications. Message and data rates may apply. Attention, it is illegal to text and drive. So if you're experiencing hair loss and you want a permanent solution, please pull over now because an incredible offer that could give you your hair back is just one text away. Fosley is the world's most experienced hair restoration expert, always pioneering the latest technology. And now we're giving everyone who texts Save 1 1 to 543 543, an absolutely free information kit that reveals just how easy and affordable this permanent solution really is. Don't wait. When you text Save 1 1 to 543 543, we'll also give you a gift card for $250 off. Millions of men and women have come to Bosley for a permanent solution to hair loss. So pull over now and see for yourself how great your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit. Text SAVE11 to 543-543. Plus, get a free gift card. This amazing offer is just one text away. SAVE11 to 543-543. My dad says I'm his pride and joy. My mommy says I was her big surprise. 
My mom says I'm her best helper. I'm adopted. My dad says I was a gift. That's right, kids. Each of you are a miracle and a blessing from God. Hello, my name is Angie. I work with Pro-Life Across America. The Billboard People. If you know someone who is pregnant and in need of confidential counseling, including alternatives to abortion or post-abortion assistance, please call Pro-Life Across America at 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. Please help support our life-saving outreach. A baby child is being 18 days from conception. With very few investors still wanting outdated products like mutual funds or variable annuities, what are people turning to? They're turning to America's Investor Advocacy Show, Financial Fortitude. Hi, I'm Dale Creed Francis. And I'm Ryan Litvin, and we have shared unbiased information for years right here on The Patriot. It's information people need to know, like the latest innovations, including protection vehicles, growth vehicles, income vehicles, and hybrid strategies. Make your reservation for our listener appreciation dinner coming up in just a few days. Go to Financial Fort. Dot com or call 612-999-1185. The Financial Fortitude Radio Network is committed to serving its community by providing a better set of investment and retirement tools. It's impossible to know what you don't know. The dinner and drinks are on us. We guarantee you'll be amazed at what you learn. It won't change our life if you don't come, but I promise you it can change yours. 612-999-1185 or financialfort.com. Last segment for today. We'll be back with another new show next week. Um, 651-289-4477 if you want to hop in uh, with a last comment or two about about this. Um, let me, let me uh, tie a few loose ends up here. Uh, first of all, when we talk about lower wages, and this applies to a lot of places, when you measure wages, when you get a wage number, that is a number at a point in time. And it assumes that you're looking, you know, when they say wages only grew 2% or 1%, it's worth remembering that you're just looking at an average for a group of people at two different points in time without assuring that it's the same person. So when you look at the wage numbers for this economy, and this is going to be true for the next five to ten years too, what you're having is you're having a lot of baby boomers retire, replaced by a smaller generation of 22 to 30-year-olds. 20, 20 but, but all those baby boomers who have gone through the whole process are at high wages because they now have 25 to 40 years of experience. When you replace them with a 25-year-old, the 25-year-old is going to make less money. And when you get a wage number, you know, that replaces, 
you know, so you can take a 55-year-old, replace it with a 25-year-old. The 55-year-old was made, you know, would have made 4% more in, 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 at age 56. The 25-year-old is going to make 4% more in, in, when, when that person gets to be 26. But replacing one with the other will make it look like wages went down because the 26-year-old makes less than a 56-year-old. So that's, that is an interesting piece that uh, Connor Sun at Bloomberg had pointed out. And I've been making this case for a while in talking about um, the black-white achievement gap is that, is that a part of that, part of that gap issue is the fact that, that, you're, that increasingly some of that population are new Americans who come with uh, less, uh, you, you haven't controlled for the level of uh, English, the level of, uh, uh, of English language skills that they have. You haven't controlled for their familiarity with the U.S. educational system and so on. There's lots of reasons for those numbers to not look. They're not comparing apples to apples, I guess is worth saying. But for people who talk and focus about wages, the one thing I keep wanting that I keep wanting to point out to them and the point on this show is you cannot have wage growth for more than a year or two that isn't matched by productivity growth. Okay? It can't um, so employers make money by producing goods and then selling them selling the output for more than they paid for the inputs. You know, particularly in a world where prices are being are are, are stressed by international competition. If you're in an industry where where uh, sales are face significant international competition, wages for the workers in that industry are also going to be held back because they can't raise prices to pass to, to to pass on the cost of increase increased wages. The only way they can compete in that case is through productivity growth. But that productivity growth, again, I will say, is being held back by regulations, by things like occupational licensure, and, and other minimum wage increases, and lots of. Uh, um, Hourly uh, uh, um, sick pay rules. I had a conversation with a with a civic leader, uh, an elected official within the last within the last two weeks, who looks at what's happening in Minneapolis and and said that cannot spread to the rest of the state. It will ruin the state's ability to produce and grow. And I, you know, I said, so don't you like local control? You're, this is a person that works at a, a sub-state, you know, at a level below the state. So county official, a municipal official, school board member, one of those. Um, I said, don't you, don't you, you, you don't like preemption, do you? You don't want that to happen. He said, no, actually I do. I want, I want the ability to, to decide for myself whether or not those policies make sense for my particular region. And these are the real, um, these are the real problems that, that are being faced by local leaders. 
This is why regulation, and I think not tax reform, and I think not even, not even, um, not even uh, uh, tax reform or health care. I don't think it's going to matter as much as these regulatory reforms are going to matter. And you know what? It's hard. You know, you might not want to give credit to uh, President Obama for for putting something about occupational licensing in in there, but it, it actually creates one pathway in which you might see some reform. I think it's going to happen on the local level. I think it can happen at the state level. I praise Representative Issa and Senator Lee for bringing a bill to Congress, but I'm not holding my breath that Congress is the way in which this thing's going to get passed. In fact, I don't think that's how it's going to happen at all. We'll be back next week with another episode of the King Banyan Show. Thanks for the great music. Go to Spotify to get the playlist, because that was a great set of music that John gave us, one of the best ever. We'll be back with more next week here. King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Hi, Bam Ransom here, along with Johnny Dean and Rick the Professor Plum. We know how important financial planning and wealth education can be, so we're focusing the show on the investment strategy designed for the needs you have today and the goals you have for the future. Join us for Bucket Strategy Investing. Bucket Strategy Investing. Answering questions about your most important financial challenges, your 401ks, IRAs, Social Security, and more. Join us every day for Bucket Strategy Investing. Tune in every weekday at noon on the new Business 1440. Are you sitting in traffic going to or from a job you don't like? Or maybe love your job but don't make enough money to pay the bills? Learn to make a second income trading just like Wall Street at Online Trading Academy. We'll teach you to confidently grow and protect your money so you live life the way you want to and never run out of money in retirement. Register for our free trading and investing class on your cell phone at pound 250. Just say the keyword OTA or register at learnwithota.com. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. These days, you can put your logo on anything, but that doesn't mean you should. Let us show you what a difference the right promotional product can make to help build your brand and attract new, long-lasting customers. We're for Imprint, the nation's leading team for promotional items. Today, we're revealing the top three promotional items for driving new customers absolutely free. Simply text BAG99 to 642642. With 4Imprint, your logo can make lasting impressions, attract new customers, and help your brand to boost your bottom line. With thousands of items to choose from and free art assistance, we'll make your logo shine with fast, reliable customer service that's second to none. High-quality products, exclusive items, and popular brands at great prices with on-time shipment, guaranteed. Unleash the profit-boosting power of your logo with 4Imprint. Discover the top three promotional items for driving new customers for free by texting BAG99 to 642642, BAG99 to 642642. 
Want to stand where the Apostle Paul preached or where John wrote the book of Revelation? Would you like to see where Jesus was born, baptized, or where he delivered his Sermon on the Mount? From the ancient roots of faith to today's iconic places of worship, Travel Leaders Apple Valley can direct you to your dream travel destination. Combining faith with travel, Travel Leaders Apple Valley offers a variety of vacations where you can delight in the local culture while deepening your spiritual connections. Scripture comes to life when you stand where the the ancient text happened. Inspirational journeys to breathtaking places is the vacation of a lifetime. You'll travel better with Travel Leaders Apple Valley, and you'll get the attention, expertise, and exclusive advantages you deserve. Contact Travel Leaders Apple Valley at 952-432-6272. That's 952-432-6272. And online at travelleaders.com slash applevalleymn. Your daily 